0: You are now tuned into "It's Relational," the podcast where romantic partners sit, discuss, and evaluate what makes their relationship tick.
1: Greetings and salutations, my good people. My name is Kemar.
0: My name is Diani.
1: Last name Johnson. And we are coming at you with this podcast called it's relational because it's relational. So we figured, you know, with starting this new podcast. It's going to be entirely around relationships in a whole, in a nutshell and in, in, in its ambiguity. So what we want to do is give you a little bit of background on us. So, you know, the speakers as your host co-host, and just so you know, our flavor, our rhythm and who we are. So we are again, Kimar and Deany Johnson. And how long were we married at the time of this recording?
0: Seven years married.
1: Seven years married. And I am currently 28 years young. You are?
0: 28 years young. Well, that's
1: a little, I you mean, know, I apologize. You're not really supposed to ask women their age, but, you know, we'll leave that alone. But if memory serves me right, that means we got married at 21.
0: Yes, we did. Wow.
1: A lot of people do not get married at 21.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much unheard of.
1: Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. If we got married at 21, that must have mean that we were dealing with each other before 21.
0: Yes, because we met in high school.
1: Wow, high school. So hold on, hold on. We got to turn back the hands of time real quick now. So we got married seven years ago. So that's 2014 at the time of this recorded. So we met in high school. So, all right, let's take a step back. So what year did we meet in high school?
0: I don't remember what year. I got you.
1: 2009. We met. We we met. We met. I'm good with dates. No, we. Well, okay. Because I
0: was a sophomore and you was a junior.
1: We started dating 2009. That's all that matters. The date where we met. Okay. Because what happened is, and you'll learn along as we go along with this podcast. She friends on me for a whole year, like a crazy person. You know, she missed out on me for a whole year. Crazy, but that's not easy. I you need wasn't to hear ready for you, you wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, it wasn't for ready. Yet. but no, you're ready
0: now. I'm ready for it. Man,
1: <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> so, we've been dealing with each other, and I say putting up with each other's personality up, down, left, right, up, and center since 2009. So, at the time of this recording, 2009 to 2021, that is a solid 12 years this coming October. Uh, when we officially make 12 years together as a couple. So, essentially, we've been dealing with each other since like 15, 16 um, years old.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute.
1: Oh, my gosh. How oh my did gosh. I
0: survive this, right?
1: Man, I, that's a great question. I don't know how she's still here and put up with me because I am, you know, very interesting. So, um, but you're not,
0: you know, you know you're know, you
1: interesting as well. So, don't, you know, don't yeah, act like- right.
0: I went through a change. Uh, uh, I had to grow myself and transform and become a better person. Oh. You know, cuz being married at 21, it's not an easy task. So I really had to grow my maturity and just be the best Diane I could be. Okay. Okay. All right, so
1: let's 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 expand on this a little bit. So we met, well, we started dating. Let's forget uh, you know, where we met. We started dating in 2019, but I think it's only fair for our our listeners and and, you know, just to hear where and how we met, right? So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, we met, you know, maybe a year-ish, a half-ish prior to 2009. Where did we meet?
0: We met in Spanish class. I sat at the front of the class because I was pretty new to the country because I'm originally from Jamaica. So I didn't know anybody. So I just kept looking around the classroom and there goes Kamar staring at me.
1: So hold on, pause. Hold on, hold on. So we met in high school. What high school?
0: Lehman High School in the Bronx. What All up, right.
1: BX? All right. Herbert H. Lehman. I think that's what it's called. But I think they broke it up into so many different sections now. But we met in Lehman High School. And yes, as she said, in Spanish class, where we learned some little Español, right? But, you know, it's different, different. We will talk about that a little later. But yes, we met in Spanish class. Then continue your story.
0: So Kamara was staring at me, and he was sitting at the back of the classroom. And then he said to me, why are you grilling me? And to me, being so new to the country, being an immigrant, I didn't know what grilling was besides cooking food. So I was confused at what he was talking about. (laughs) And then he meant, like, why was I staring at him? But I'm like, you're staring at me first.
1: (laughs) Yo, to interject, though, to interject. She was actually not grilling me, but, you know, anybody who's a guy no game, you know, you kind of accuse the other person of what you're actually doing so you can kind of spur up a conversation. But if I never said or never asked her why she's grilling me, you know, like she said, food-wise, we probably wouldn't be here together. But again, as a man, you know, you kind of have to work the game to make the woman want to talk to you. And then, you know, from there on out, you know, we kind of got, you know, started to get to know each other a little bit, right?
0: Yeah, we became like the best of our friends and we used to call each other um he used to call me his wife and I would call him my husband. No,
1: no, no, no. We got to we got to step back. We didn't call each other wife and husband. We called each other back then what was popular was hubby and wifey. You remember that? It okay. was hubby, it was hubby oh, and okay. wifey. So, that was a thing back in the 2009, 2010-ish, you know, hubby, us oh, my hubby, us oh, my wifey. So, we used to call each other that even before we dated. No, you know, intimate relationship, nothing. We just called each other that. It was just just natural.
0: Yeah, and we were just friends. So it's almost like we spoke our marriage into existence. So be careful what you speak because it can become your reality.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So man, you know, taking a strive down memory lane, um, it's 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 pretty wild when you think about it. You know, I hope you think about when you first met your significant other and just the stories on top of it, who ran game on who, who was the first one who spoke to who, you know, and just the thought process. But let's let's kind of go back into, you know, us meeting, right? You know, so let's say we met a year and a half before we started dating. Um, you, for some reason, friend zoned me. Let's expand on that thought because this is a very big topic that happens to a lot of guys and, of course, a lot of you know women as well. They get friend-zoned by the opposite sex, by someone who they really like. So let's talk about that. Why the friend-zoning factor?
0: Well, like I said, um, I wasn't ready for you yet. That's why I friend-zoned you. And I felt like you were a little bit too serious. And at the time, I was like, you know, I want a guy that can make me laugh. But not be, you know, too much of a jokester. But it can just make me laugh a little bit. But you're a little bit too tense and serious. But after the year, somehow I was like, okay, come on, you looking kind of good over there. Let me see. Let me see what's up.
1: Mm, let mm. me holler at you. So what you're saying is you just you just have to level up to get to my level. You know what I mean?
0: No, you had to change to get to my level.
1: Mm, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on that one. Okay. But we're gonna say that you level up to me. Yeah?
0: How about we leveled up together? Sure.
1: Let's say that for the viewers. We leveled up together. So now we at, you know, we was probably at like, you know, thinking of Pokemon, we at level 15 or so. So, you know, this is where we at. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we got a little bit of that that memory lane of strolling down. So, you know, from 2009, 10, 11, 12, 30 So it's been a crazy ride for us. You know, we're high school sweethearts. You know, you always hear that one in, you know, 200 couple becomes, you know, from high school sweethearts, go down the same route and get married and all that. Um, so we also, you know, after following each other, oh, one other thing. So Deanne is one year behind me, you know, scholastically, right? So when she was a sophomore, I was a junior. So essentially I was chasing her because I know eventually I was gonna be graduating and leaving the school. So we also inadvertently went to the same college. You know, we went to um, a CUNY City Tech um, in downtown Brooklyn, um, which was a very interesting college. Um, you know, it was, it was just the dynamics of it was interesting. Yeah, I don't regret it. Felt it. More
0: of a, it felt more of a high school Part than, two. than it was a college, but you know, it wasn't a bad experience. No. You know, we had a, a good time. While we were there. We learned, we grew and just, you know, we became better people after it.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm So, you know, we've been chasing each other really since 2009, and that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that we want to really harp on. Like, we've always been chasing each other in some sort of respect or some certain realm from, from you know, Lehman days to City Tech days. And then <laughs> even after City Tech, like, you know, kind of around the 2014 era, um, I, on a whim, 100% on a whim, joined the military. Now, ask me why I joined – you know, I'm not going to give you the, the most patriotic answer, like, oh, I wanted to serve the country. I just honestly, in all honesty, I just really wanted a challenge. Um, and that's kind of why I joined the military. But with joining the military, you know, and and, and, and with the military, it, it comes with its perks, but it also comes with its drawbacks, especially in a relationship. So in 2014, we're already together maybe, what, six years or so? Um, no, five years. I'm sorry. And, you know, we're, we're, we're really young. And. You know, it was suggested by us, you know, you know, to us by a couple of people that, you know, hey, you guys are already together five years. Like, are you looking to, you know, be together long term? Like, yeah, like, I, I think we're, we're here. I think we're secure. Right. So at that point, it was suggested for us to get married and we got married. Right. We were told we, we, we talked about that with a couple people. We heard it one last time and we said, you know what? Next month we got married. So, you know, August uh, the month of August. 2014, we got married.
0: Yep. And we've been married ever since. And um, through our, of course, you know, everyone's marriage, how it starts off. Sometimes it's a bed of roses and sometimes it's a little rough, you know, because you're like, okay, this is the person I'm going to be with the rest of my life. And you got to learn each other, you know, like, oh, you wasn't doing this when we was dating before. Like, oh, I didn't know you had that kind of Attitude. Oh, I didn't know you had that kind of habit and you had to really learn the person. And so our first year was a little rough, you know, but as we kept, you know, growing and just learning together, we read a lot of different personal development books yep. to yep. help grow our mindset. So our wisdom and our mindset was way ahead of the years that we were age-wise Yeah. Um. because of that, Yeah. because we had to think bigger and to learn to understand each other as just people. Like we learn personal, um, our personalities. Like my personality is more outgoing and it's more like spontaneous and he's more cautious and more, he asks questions. And for me, I ask questions after, and then I do first.
1: I think also nowadays it's kind of like role reversal where it's like swap, like I'm the, a little bit more on the outgoing and is the one questioning. Yeah. Um, but one thing I wanted to chime back on uh, what we did when we first got married, um, we didn't really expand on it so much, but we should have probably did it even more. Um, what I would recommend before getting married is having a lot of different kinks worked out. We kind of got married like quickly, like we didn't do a oh, big ceremony. We didn't do, oh my God, you know, everybody come through. You know, it was just a courthouse thing. It wasn't a shotgun wedding, but it was just a courthouse. You know, we had some tight family there and a little celebration, but. You know, one thing I, I, I kind of wish we did a little differently was before getting married, you know, doing maybe some potential premarital counseling, right? To really just hash out any and all issues prior to getting married. Because, you know, if you don't hash it out before marriage, it's going to come up during marriage and it could potentially cause a separation and divorce. And we're not going to get too deep. Well, we might, but, you know, we came really close to, you know, separation uh, a couple of times, and that was because we didn't work out a lot of things prior to marriage. so yeah. the 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 point of us going through a lot of this podcast is you know really to give you us, you know a young um black, you know Caribbean esque cultured couple, right? um it's 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 just to really give you that essence of who we are and how to you know see some of our pitfalls and avoid that if you're in your early stages of your relationship. Or just to compare if you're in your latest relationship, like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened to us and so on and so forth, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. So the counseling um prior to getting married would have been very helpful, yes. but you know, that wasn't our story. Mm-mm. Everyone's story is different. Yes. Um, but it is a great suggestion um suggestion to follow um through with. Um, but we was able to fight through those different challenges that we had with ourselves and with each other and was able to smooth things over and to build a bigger and better relationship with each other.
1: Yeah. I think one thing she said that kind of counseled us, so to speak, um, indirectly, directly was, like she said, we read a lot of different books, personality books, personal development books. So I think that was kind of like our substitute isk for that actual, you know, licensed therapist, so to speak, or counseling. And that really came through for us. So, you know, let's give a couple of example of books that we read that really, you know, propelled us to to work on a relationship. Like I know the the a book for me that's like a second Bible for me is the Magic of Thinking Big. I will I, I love that book till its entirety. So that's one book I will always recommend somebody in general. It's a book from the nineteen forties, but it's still relevant today. And that's when you know a book has power. Um, what is maybe something. That you could suggest and recommend.
0: Well, five love languages Oof. by Gary Chapman, Oof. and also um, Personality Plus, big one, to really understand why your partner acts the way he or she acts.
1: You say it like you know? that now.
0: <laughs> when you when you understand why they behave the way they behave, then you can be able to respond in a way that can be beneficial for both of you. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if Kamar personality is more choleric, which is more like someone that's demanding, well, someone that's let's go like, through some
1: of the personalities since you mentioned choleric.
0: Yeah, the choleric, right? That's right. someone that's like I said, they're more like headstrong. They're demanding everything. Direct. Yeah, direct. Sometimes they're so direct that they may hurt your feelings and make you want to cry <laughs> because they're so straightforward. They don't like pretty up their words. And then you have another person that's more, like, calm, cool, and just more supportive.
1: Yeah, they go with the flow, like, go no issues. Go with the flow, no
0: issues. So if they, they're with someone that's choleric, they they're yelling, the choleric is yelling, and the supportive is more like, you know what? It's okay. You're right. I'm wrong. Just so they can get through and not have an argument. Yeah. And that's unfair to yeah. the other person. You know, so that that's something that needs to be worked out. Right. So it's not one person be more like demanding in the relationship, while the other just falls into the background. So it's like, are you in the relationship by yourself, or is it yeah, with me? You know,
1: or overcast. Yeah. So that that example of personality she's talking about, easygoing, is called a phlegmatic. So now let's get into you know what's called a melancholy. So usually a melancholy is perceived as somebody who's uh, kind of down in the dumps, so to speak. Um, but it's usually somebody who's just very inquisitive and very question, you know, question a lot of things and just very cautious. So before they do anything, they question, you know, is there a catch? What's this? What's that? What's supposed to happen? Give me all the details before I know this. And so it, it, it's good. And of course it has its drawbacks. And the last person we want to talk about is Yanni's favorite, which is really her embodiment, is is called a sanguine. And you're,
0: and you're the melancholy. Melancholy, yeah. sanguine,
1: sanguine depends on tomato, tomato depends on how you want to say it. But talk about sanguine, since you know that's a little bit of of you.
0: Well, the sanguine, they're outgoing. They want to party all the time. They don't they don't um, hold on to things too long. If it bothers them, they get over things quickly, which can be little bit of a bad thing if you Mm -hmm. don't like learn to process things you know and they they kind of bounce back a lot um a lot more quicker than like the other personalities and they just don't let things stress them out you know and they like to just like i said before they like to jump in and then ask questions after Mm -hmm. but for me i'm a mixture of a couple different personalities. Which everybody Just is. like yeah. everyone else. Um, sanguine is my most dominant. And then what I learned recently was my second one was a little bit of choleric. And then my third one was more melancholy. So it's sometimes those two switch places. Sometimes I'm asking all the questions, <laughs> you know, and Kamara wants to be the one to go into it and jump in right away. Like his personality switched like that too. He's a mixture of a sanguine as well. So
1: Yeah. It's good to know these things. So you can
0: better communicate yourself um, with the other person.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're hitting it on the head. So you know, we got through a little bit of personalities. Um I know there's this like she mentioned five love languages, you know, going through those, but I'm going to leave that for, you know, you to do your own little, you know, due diligence there, because a lot of what we're going through is just going to be tidbits. And to really expand on it more, you want to definitely pick up the book um, and and just learn these things. I know a lot of us, ever since we left college, we kind of put down books and don't really want to pick them up. However, there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of information in books. And if you want to be fancy, ebooks. you know, definitely just really get in the rhythm of reading and just continue to exercise the brain muscle. Um so, you know, that's that's truly where we're at. So, you know, I, I also forgot, you know, today, at the time of this recording, I forgot to mention our background, like, uh, you know, what we currently do and, you know, what we have and, you know, where we live and certain things like that. So, you know, I guess I can kind of go into that. So we're both 28 years young at the time of this, and we currently reside in Queens, um, in the New York City, of New York area. Uh, we used to live in the Bronx, um, is the Bronx always kind of has a heart, so to speak. But Queens has become like the best borough for us. And, um, you know, we can see a lot of, you know, good things here in Queens. There's a lot of diversification in Queens, but, you know, we love it for that. So we've been out in Queens for the last, almost almost our marriage, about five, six years. Yeah. And it's it's honestly been really good. So reason why I want to touch on that is because I feel that, you know, when you leave places where you kind of come up or, you know, you spent a lot of time, you know, it now opens you up for, for growth, force growth, right? You know, if you just stay within your zip code forever, you know, you kind of, in my personal opinion, I feel like it sometimes it kind of confines you to that area, but there's so much more to expand on. So that's my little tidbit during the day. I'm currently in medical billing and medical billing as itself, is an animal, um, it's something where I have stories for, for days, for weeks, for months. Um, it, I actually do enjoy it weirdly enough. And, um, you know, that's, that's where I'm at with, with my, you know, during the day career, what do you got going on?
0: Um, for me, I am a supervisor at a residential building on the upper East side.
1: All right. All right. So, you know, busy people, right? Yeah. So one other thing that we learn being in a relationship is, you know, as she mentioned, she's in the city and, um, I work out and let's say long Island. Right? So we're already going in two different directions when we wake up and, you know, give each other our, our pleasantries and go about our day. So we're already going different directions. So what that to us really means is, you know, we're already starting off apart. So long-term or down the line, we eventually found avenues of of, of approach where we can work together. Because during the day, we're already forced to be apart, which we're working on as as a temporary situation. but you know, working together with your spouse has become like a great project because you guys got married or you guys got in a relationship to be together, not to be apart, right? It's so funny when you think of like, you know, apartments, you know, they're really like together. It should be like together, and It's because they're really all together. You know, it's the same essence of why you got married. Yeah, you could say, I need my space, and in my this, but maybe 10, 12 hours away from your spouse, you know, daily. And I just feel like that's that's, it never really settled right with me, but my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. So I will. For me, like I still miss you during the day. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> Instead, gotta, I gotta call you. Yeah, we call and each then, other a you lot. Know, yeah. a, a, one of the things that we do, like we tell each other, "I love you" every day, and every time we talk, and we end the conversation.
1: Oh no, you gotta talk about when we first wake up because unfortunately, she wakes up before me.
0: Yeah, and um, I give you a kiss before right. I
1: leave. So so I gotta give and you if guys... I can't
0: reach his cheek, sometimes I kiss his arm. Yep. <laughs> I'm still kissing you. It's it's a body part.
1: No, it feels like a child, like a boo-boo, like she's kissing the boo boo. So it's hilarious. because sometimes I actually wake up and feel like, did you really kiss me? Why don't you just pull me over and just kiss me? You know, sometimes wrong with you're that.
0: like turned over and I want to wake you. It's okay. It's a lot man. involved. Man.
1: As you can see, she's very caring of me getting my rest because you know, for me, sometimes I don't get a lot of rest. So she's like, "Oh, she's getting arrest. Like, give him, give him, give him." So that's that's where we're at. But you know, still a lot more for us to expand on. So twenty eight in Queens. You know, we have our career jobs. Um, we actually don't have any kids at this moment,
0: and no pets either.
1: Oh yeah, big one. No no goldfish. No no dogs. No cats. We just see them from afar, and we love them from afar. Oh, that's a nice car,
0: Cat. That's a nice. Yeah, so it's
1: just the two (laughs) of us. Yeah. And then, you know, giving a little bit more perspective on on background on us. So, you know, I am also a former athlete. Used to run track and field. You couldn't tell me nothing wrong about track and field. Oh, my goodness. Track and field. Track and field was my life. Although back in the day, I was not Deany's number one um, athlete, right? We'll, 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 We'll expand on that. She was always there supporting me, even though she said sometimes the track meets were, were kind of boring. And you know what? I'll give her that because <laughs> when, when, you, when you're when waiting for your race, you know, you're kind of cold or you're kind of, you know, hanging out, just kind of waiting to make sure you warm up. And it's like, oh, all right, 200 meters, they're calling you. All right, start making your way down. Uh, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. It's not like basketball which every always happening. So but I, it I'll give I was still her that. there
0: to cheer you on and be mm-hmm. the best cheerleader mm-hmm. for you. I was very supportive. Okay. <laughs> very supportive.
1: So, so, you know, I have an extensive, you know, track and field background. Um, we have a lot of different accolades in the house that just show some of the accommodations and some of the, uh, awards that I've gotten. So it's been pretty cool. And she's been there majority of the way and seen me go through it. Um, you know, funny enough too. You know, just kind of mentioning like our our background and what we have too. So you know, we're also into you know real estate on a small and also mid size. You know, I have my real estate license here in New York State. Um, I have you know like a notary as well in New York State. You know, just kind of you know we've gotten to different avenues to kind of diversify a little bit, um, and it's just really been something that we you know just understand diversification. So with this channel or with this podcast, we'll get into relationships, but we'll get into how diversification actually affects your relationships because that's a big one, right? So, you know, is there anything else you wanna kinda mention and throw out there?
0: Yeah, we'll be talking about finances. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about just working in a team environment. Cause yes. as a couple, you're a team. Yes. You know, and you gotta work together, you gotta lean on each other's strengths, not each other's weaknesses. And when one is weak, one point you pick up the slack yep. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's what we'll be going over as we continue on with our podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, definitely, you know, strap in or listen in, AirPod in, wireless headphones in, wired in, anything that you use to connect to this podcast because we're going to go for a, a journey, a ride, and honestly, it's going to be pretty interesting. It, you know, maybe I'm biased. I probably am biased, but it's going to be pretty interesting, right?
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. we're very excited to take on this new journey. And oh. we'll, we're very happy to have you along the ride with us.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, this has been our, our little um, first episode. Many more to come. You know, again, lock in, listen in, and you'll be surprised at some of the stuff that you'll hear.
0: So enjoy your day, enjoy your evening, enjoy your night. Yes. Whichever where you are in the world. Yes. Bless. Bless all.